0: Hi, this is, this is Amita Switlow from QSO VSO West. It's the um, Canadian week, uh, International Development Week and I'm really taking the time this week to meet with our alumni and our return volunteers and uh, try and get some of their stories so we don't lose them. And I'm very lucky today uh, to be sitting with Tennis Clark who served with us many years ago in Sierra Sierra Leone. Dennis, what year was that? I
1: went in 1978. That's, wow, that's 32 32 years ago. Wow. What did you go to do there? I was uh, offered a job as a French teacher, and I was working at a government school, government secondary school.
0: Do you remember the name?
1: Yes, it was called Kinema. Secondary school for boys. Oh for boys. Yeah. Did and you so I sp- went as a French teacher mm-hmm. and uh, when I got there it was kinda I was a bit surprised because there were six hundred boys at this school and the staff about thirty staff and the first day I walked into the staff room, I had met the principal the day before. Walked into the staff room and sat down. Everybody stood up and I looked around and there were twenty-nine men, and one woman, the vice principal, and then me. So it was a bit of a shock. It's an all
0: men, a good male. Shock. Yeah, good shock. You, <laughs> you're good with men that way. You can straighten them out. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you uh, speak French before you left, or did you study as a French teacher? How did you?
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I went to university in in Laval, at Laval in Quebec City. Oh. And I did also a master's degree in French Literature at UBC here. So, my that. French was quite good, you know, my French was good before I went, so.
0: Oh, I didn't so, know that. See, that I learned what? something. What was your bachelor's in? French Lit. French Lit?
1: Oh. oh. You know, I studied at the time, like way back in the dark ages, in the mid-seventies, when Pierre Trudeau was our Prime Minister. Yes. And he, uh, you know, he was really promoting bilingualism, particularly Anglophones learning learning French, so um, I think there was, I think I got a scholarship, I think he was giving out scholarships, at that time, $3,000 per year Wow! to go to Laval and study, was a lot of money. Yes. Um, Yeah, I bought some new boots and a new fur coat, and I looked (laughs) great, learning learning how to speak French in the bars in Quebec City. Oh, wonderful.
0: (laughs) So you go out there to Sierra Leone, is it a small community where you ended up? I no, I was
1: in Kenema, which is uh, the second or third largest city in the country. okay It was still you know fairly small. Um, probably five or ten thousand people sort of spread out.
0: okay and this uh, so as a teacher, were there other CUSA volunteers on assignment with you at that
1: time? Not at the school I was at. Um, the only other expatriates were a couple from India. Who lived next door to me, and really kept themselves. In fact, I don't think any of us ever knew, ever them. really knew anything about them. Oh. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, but there were about ten or twelve other CUSO, Cuso, people in the country at the time. They were yeah, we were spread all over the place. So two years was it
0: in yeah. Sierra Leone? But yeah. that's really not yeah. the end of your story with the uh, with Cuso. Because you did something else. What did you do with this?
1: Well, when I um, yeah, when I came back from Sierra Leone, I uh, I had my my uh, thesis to write at UBC, mm-hmm. so I went came back and did that, and then uh, and then I moved to Ottawa and worked for CUSO there for a couple of years wow. in different departments, trying to move up, uh-huh. and um, and after a couple of years, I went down to London, Ontario, as the CUSO local committee coordinator they called them in those days.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of what so, I
1: do. Yeah, basically, yeah. It was like fundraising, public relations. Really, my main focus was yeah, to recruit you know, prospective QSO candidates. Wow. It was a fun job because it wasn't only in London. I was in Sarnia and Windsor and all over southwestern Ontario. And um, I stayed there for a couple of years and then Somebody, with the field staff officer from Peru needed an assistant because she was going to off, uh, open an office in Chile, a CUSO office in Chile, and um, she wanted to spend more time developing that program. So um, I was contacted, and and from one month to the next, almost, I quit my job, you know, quit my job in London and was transferred to Lima, Peru.
0: And did Ternis speak uh, Spanish?
1: Not a word.
0: And did you learn
1: Spanish? Well, you know, having learned French as Mm. a second language, Spanish came easy to me. Um, It took, yeah, it took about four or five months until I could really feel comfortable working, Mm -hmm. working in Spanish. And despite what I thought um, before I went, nobody, they don't speak English in Peru. I mean, of course now they do more, because it's more, they've attracted a lot more tourism and, you know, international business, etc. But, you know, this is 20 years ago when I went, and, no, it, you, had, you really had to learn, you really had to speak Spanish to get around. Wow. And of course to work, and, and uh, in Lima, yeah, I had to speak Spanish. All the staff in the office were, were Peruvian, except me. Huh. And uh, so it was a very strange... Very um, interesting. Experience. Years.
0: So when I add that up, it's almost ten years or so that you mm. worked or were associated with us. Mm-hmm. If you think about your volunteer—that's a lot in a somebody's life. So um, ten years, you—you did all that. You went on to other careers, and then I heard recently about you reconnecting with Cuso, and. Uh, deciding to contribute to a very special program. Tell us a bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, I think after being back in Vancouver, um, you know, for the last 20 years, I've been back here in the West Coast. And about a a few years ago, I just had this kind of nagging feeling that I'd like to get back involved with QSOR or some other international development, you know, community organization in some way. You know, partly to reconnect with Fun people, as we QSO people are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, and partly to, you know, donate some time and some resources, some financial resources to, to a project that I believed in. So, you know, I started doing some investigating, and um, my good friend Anne Philpot, who is a fundraiser with QSO yes, out of Hamilton. Yes, I know her well. You Love her lady. Yes, yeah, she's been one of my best friends for, well, since I lived in London, Ontario. So, <laughs> we're going back about 25 years. Um, And so through her, I, you know, started, I got in touch with people in Kyuso, Ottawa, and this project in Suchitoto, El Salvador, sounded very interesting. And to be, to be perfectly, you know, uh, altruistic about, uh, not, not altruistic, I did want to get into involved in a project that was in Latin America, so I could reconnect with that part of the world and Rush up on my Spanish, and you know, go to somewhere new and have a new adventure. So this theater project in Suchitoto came up, and uh, and I thought, never been to Central America, don't know anything about theater, and I would never get up on stage and do anything because I'd be petrified. You don't look <laughs> so, like you no. would be. <laughs> yeah, I thought, well, this would be this this sounds like the project. And the more people I talk to, um, you know, and then I met you. Anyway, it's just been so great because I've connected with you and all of these great functions that have been happening in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And I've been to Suchitoto Mm -hmm. once and um, loved the people down there and the energy of the QSOVSO project I think is really remarkable. And it really has taken off. There, There are really some fun things happening down there now. So
0: it's a partnership between... Uh Cuso VSO and And material. Mm-hmm. So um expertise, consulting. They're trying to make this place the, actually the community wants that place to become a center of theatre and arts.
1: Yeah, and, and the impetus really has come from Jacques who's the you know, the um Cuso I don't know who's that title. See, the director of programs or yes, something? Yes, in, 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 in
0: Latin America.
1: Yeah, and he has been very interested in this and pushed it along. And um, and also the folks from Stratford have been very, very interested in this, including the director of the whole Stratford Film Festival. And a, bunch, and a lot of other people in Stratford have donated their time. Ex-act, you know, actors who on their off-season will have donated their time. Um so down. Yeah, there's, I think they've sent, they've just recently, they sent a big container of, you know, lighting equipment, sound equipment, all wow. this kind of stuff.
0: Oh, wonderful. So, Tanis, walk into Sujitoto for me and tell me what this town looks like. Why is it a good town in the middle of nowhere to be a place for theatre and arts?
1: Well, it, it is, you know, without having seen a lot of the other surrounding communities, it's hard for me to compare... Yes. But I will say that it's um, it's a gorgeous town with two or three churches that are gonna be used as part of this theater project. Uh, there's also a couple of other structures that they're gonna be using. And um I'm um, talking? from work now and I'll
0: Sorry, everyone, that That's was okay. uh, the wonderful Skype and uh, another returned volunteer speaking to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, what I was going to say is that the, the, mayor, the mayor of Chichito is a very, uh, I think his, his name is Javier Martinez, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's quite well known in El Salvador, and he has good connections, and he's a very smart guy and very worldly and really wants his community to develop and grow, and people love him, so um, I think that, I think his presence alone has made this town a perfect spot for it. Um, It's just beautiful, it's right, I think there's a reservoir, and I think it's a, I don't know if it's a lake, a lake, yeah, Yeah, it's sort of up above a lake, and cobblestone streets, and it's got a nice
0: heritage value, right? Uh, a hall that used to be a
1: church and all this stuff. That's right, too. I yes, think I think it has been deemed a UNESCO heritage that's site. Yes. So, yes, it's a beautiful structure, and the whole town is, you know, it looks it's well-maintained. Um, I think it's fairly safe, too, from um, from what I understand, a lot of the sort of the criminal element in El Salvador are gangs, yeah. and From people that I talked to, there have been some desire of gangs around, trying to infiltrate Suchitoto, and they have just, people there have just sort of stood up and said, No, you're not coming here. So So it's it's a special
0: people there, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I I think because it was one of the centers of the war, people have really, people look out for each other, they've kind of bonded, um, and they are determined to make this town and the surrounding area. As peaceful and developed, and and really, of course, the main aim of the project is to provide employment for young people. Yes, and to develop Suchitoto maybe as the center of arts for not only El Salvador but perhaps for the region too. Well so it's very great. exciting.
0: Oh, and you've put this—you put seed, energy, and money into this project. Yeah, have, I've donated.
1: i donated some money to it. Uh, yes. you know, over the next four years and um, I've gone down once and I plan to go down again uh, next month just for maybe a week, short time. Uh, But at some point, because I'm a trained ESL teacher I would like, and I've made a promise and I'm gonna do it, (laughs) either this year or next year to go down and maybe teach for a semester once things are a little bit further along and they have some students identified to you know, learn some trades and get really involved in this theatre project. That's they great. all want to learn English understandably and uh, yeah I would love to go and donate my time for a few months. And
0: you're spend special antennaist there. <laughs> so I'm thinking about that and then you recently got trai- uh, trained to uh, be an assessor uh, for Qso VSO. So you've done that. You're attending functions. You're right in there in a special part of our Qso VSO community. I want to thank you so much. Well,
1: I I have to say that you have been so great too in <laughs> connecting people, and you really have. I love and, um, I love
0: my work. So I want to ask you one last question. Let's go back to uh, Sierra, Sierra Leone and the tennis that's out there, um, doing her work, teaching French. Tell me a story that. Sometimes just crosses your mind um, about the, the students or some of the development work
1: <laughs> that you did there.
0: Did you ever have? Well,
1: uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting uh, thing. You know, it, it was an interesting time there because I wasn't with uh, any other Cuso people. There yes. were there were no other Cuso people in town, yes. and it was a big enough town where I could. Amuse myself and keep myself busy and occupied, and had a great social life. Um, I So, I, I really had it sort of compartmentalized. I'd have, you know, teach from 8 because it's so hot there, teach from 8 till maybe 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then I would go to um, uh, do some more volunteer work mm-hmm. uh, for a Le- for the Lebanese community, for a girl that wanted to learn French, and then I would go and play tennis for a few hours. Wow. Uh, And that sort of gave me another perspective on life in Sierra Leone because the tennis players were, a tennis player could afford a tennis racket and it wasn't the average person, teacher or otherwise that could even afford to buy a tennis racket. So it gave me the chance to meet another milieu of life there and oh, I traveled around
0: um,
1: and played tennis in different towns with this team. Wow, and I was the only woman on that team too. So you can imagine how horrible a time I had there. (laughs) So there is a story. I think I better just shut up now. I'm telling (laughs) stories that I thought that I shouldn't.
0: I think there's the story of a Cuso volunteer who uh, ended up doing something she loved, which was teaching, and continued to have a really productive social life. So that's totally possible on assignment. So. Thank you, Tanis, for that story, and uh, thank you for your service and your, uh, your support of QSO VSO and uh, we look forward to seeing you at the 50th reunion. I'll be there. All right. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>